This is life. And what a good time to be alive. Remember what a glory it is to be alive right now. We're just going to relax into it. Nice idea. <laughs> and then usually how we start, if you can just take a few deep breaths in. good I feel uh, a <clears throat> certain amount of like low-level anxiousness of being on camera Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I'm not that used to it which I imagine most people probably experience in this kind of situation um, that is experienced in the diaphragm very kind of centralized in that area um, Acknowledging it is a way of kind of transcending it, I guess, a little bit. Mm. Not that I expect it to completely disappear, <laughs> but maybe to get used to it and then move forward with the rest. So, yeah, generally I feel pretty good. I had a nice day yeah. so far. It's, that's really interesting how you described the way you're feeling because I feel like normally a lot of people wouldn't necessarily be able to describe the physical sensations. Yeah, I do find there's definitely, like, that there are ways if you can kind of take your awareness to where that might be, that you can be like, okay, yes, it's it's here. Yeah. As opposed to, like, this is me. I feel anxious. Yeah. I don't really recognise yeah. it. It's like, I feel anxious. I recognise it more as, like, there is anxiousness. Yeah. Here. Yeah. And then sometimes I'll be able to kind of find where it is. And that might take longer sometimes and it might not. Yeah. Do you think, like, you do that? Is that the normal way for you to? <clears throat> I think so. More and more, no. more yeah, and more over time. Like, because um, I don't think that that kind of thing necessarily stops. That I don't think there's necessarily a point at which you're like, oh yeah, I just don't feel anxiousness. Yeah. I think yeah. That, you know, more it's okay for anxiousness to be there, and there's a way that it's like, okay, so I recognise anxiousness, and yeah. then rather than playing into my own anxiousness I can be like okay this is just something that's coming up in this stage so mm. it doesn't have to direct my behavior or anything I can yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah sit back particularly when you are, are not that desperate to um, to need to involve yourself in a moment too much so if you're if you're willing to just take a like moment back yeah no matter what your settings are which it might be difficult if you're with a group of people and you're thinking like oh you know I need to involve myself somehow with this but if you're willing to kind of just take a step back and you know just see where that anxiousness is and then once it's there's a place for it it can just kind of be there mm. it do, you, i don't even need it to go yeah 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 it can stay if it wants to yeah you know, accept it okay it's like okay there's a little space for you here yeah or here or here or here, or here yeah. wherever. it's okay so yeah i do i i think that's been a, a tool that I've used over the past few years, probably to 
learn to live with anxiety. Nice. How, like, I, I feel like that isn't necessarily something, a tool that you've used. I think it's time? a tool that, not when I was younger. Yeah. No, it's definitely something that has, has developed. Yeah. Um, and how did you basically, like, discover it or come across and or recognize, like, that you can have that distance between what you're feeling physically. <clears throat> I think that... Uh, I mean, this might be a huge kettle of fish. <laughs> it probably is. Yeah. I think there's probably more than one way that it, that, that happened. Yeah. Like a, a whole kind of series of things that have kind of come towards that. Cool. I think that going to therapy was a, was a big part of that. Oh, really? Yeah, definitely. So when did you do that? I started going to therapy... Uh, about two and a half years ago and I went for about nine months okay um, during a period which is really difficult for me uh, I was I was in a relationship with someone who I cared very deeply for and we were kind of at a loggerheads it wasn't really the, the communication wasn't really there and I think that um, I I was also quite fairly heavily involved with cocaine at the time and that as that doesn't necessarily work well with my particular set of chemi- hormones mm, and chemicals that work in my body so when I am taking a lot of something like cocaine or cocaine in particular uh, my mental state definitely struggled with that um, and some of my behaviour started to get a little bit It challenged me. I I was being challenged by my own beha- by my own behaviour as it were. Like it was I was doing things that I was just like I couldn't make sense of and it was totally overwhelming and then I started to get really, really anxious, particularly with like social situations. And then my partner at the time, her and her friends, they had a big group of friends who like really enjoyed partying and like cocaine was yeah. kind of a part of that mm. um, whole thing and so that was that was a big part of how we socialized mm-hmm. and as I started to develop a really bad relationship with cocaine in that I, I didn't really know how to exist within that group without taking it so I was kind of mm. feeling like I kind of had to keep up as mm-hmm. it were to do that and then I did something uh, I al- basically I almost cheated on my girlfriend at the time I ended up in bed with this um, lady and I kind of put it on her a bit so that's one way of describing it (laughs) and she rejected my advances and then I went home and I told my uh, girlfriend at the time that straight away and that caused obviously like some upset Um, and I couldn't really I couldn't express why had this happened there was no real sense to me of like why this had happened or anything I couldn't express it so I felt like it wasn't me as it were or Interesting. Whatever. Um, and when she was, she, she really wanted an answer from me. Like, why did you do this? And I didn't have an answer. And that disparity of not having an answer was really overwhelming because I knew that inside me there was an answer, wow. but I couldn't access it. And that made me feel really out of control. Mm. So it's like, there is something here. There's a reasoning behind this, whether it's, you know, that we're having our difficulties and there was, a, you know, some kind of need that wasn't being met within me or yeah. anything. Um, but I couldn't, I just couldn't express that. 
uh, and I I felt like I was losing my mind like completely like I remember having a conversation with her just on the day that it happened and being like internally like this huge fight going on inside me and like that was a point when I felt like I was like losing my mind as it were mm -hmm. so I was like I have to get help okay. and then my mum knew a therapist who she had seen who she recommended to me who's this amazing like lady who happened to live two streets away from my partner at the time um, and I started seeing her and that was a a really pivotal moment in the last few years really mm -hmm. um, yeah she she was an amazing amazing woman this therapist and she helped me she was there for me in a way that was I hadn't really experienced that much before so you had there was this sense that like she was helping you to realize things and to pull and to bring you towards some kind of realization but actually there was also this sense that like she was kind of not there almost she was just creating this space for you to be able to come into it mm -hmm. um, and she she helped me to re-establish my own sense of self-worth yeah, and yeah. value and to realize that there were needs that i had that not only weren't being met within the relationship that I was being, but that I wasn't meeting myself. Yeah, wow. Or wasn't, um, wasn't accessing, or wasn't even paying attention to. Mm. Um, and she made it okay for me to be vulnerable mm. and to be weak. Mm. Um, Is that something that you think you, like, maybe one of the needs you weren't allowing yourself to be? Or? Yeah, I think that, I think that, Probably it isn't the case, but how I perceived my partner and her friends yeah. were to be these very strong okay, yeah, yeah. characters yeah. that I didn't ever really perceive as being weak. Yeah. So in order for me to find, to fit in with that, there was maybe yeah. a sense that I felt that I had to remain strong within that. Yeah. And it maybe, I'm, you know, they, they were really nice people. I'm sure that had I allowed myself to be vulnerable, there was also a space for that. Yeah. But I wasn't necessarily grown yeah. or um, mature enough yeah. to understand that that space would evolve if I had opened it up myself. Yeah. So to me, or at that time, yeah. that space didn't exist for me. Um, so yeah, she created that space for me. Mm. And that was my first like, experience of psychotherapy and it was really, <clears throat> really interesting because I don't know what I don't know what I really expected therapy to be mm. but she was quite she was an artist the therapist and she was really holistic so there was two like really memorable sessions or one where I was like th she was doing body work as it were so accessing like okay if there's a memory stored somewhere in your body can you access somewhere in the body and you kind of let yourself go into your body you find it and then okay does that have a noise and then allowing time for that to create to, you know for a noise to come within that and then feeling how where it moves so just creating so much space to allow that a process to happen physically yeah which is maybe a mental state but 
recognizing yeah. that there's a physical element to that yeah, yeah, yeah. and perhaps the process of release within that has something to do with allowing it to physically manifest yeah. it's almost yeah. you know like a ritual like how people have those kind of like yeah. rituals for release like that um <clears throat> so there was that was a really uh, i threw up that time like wow. in, a, in, a, in a therapy session and she was encouraging me to throw up in the process That's as it was crazy. becoming stronger and stronger she didn't want you to stop or she didn't want me to stop yeah. before I fully went through what I was yeah, going through because she yeah, understands yeah. the power of that release yeah so as it was coming up I was gagging and yeah. she, you know she's there cheering me on almost like yeah. to, to to throw up and in the throwing up is like that um that mental or emotional scarring or anything that needed to come up mm-hmm. was given a was given a physical mm-hmm. property mm-hmm. and the vomiting allowed that to be vomited up as it were yeah like a complete relief it was fascinating that was really and then and then another the other memorable time was when i went there and she recognized that i didn't really want to talk that day and then we sat in silence for 45 minutes wow and she used her like tibetan singing bowls a little bit and didn't didn't ask anything of me allowed that to be also okay with so so i started to learn to listen to my own needs more mm-hmm. in the moment as to like okay what do i need now and what i need now might be completely different to what i need in mm. a couple of hours or a couple of months or a couple of weeks um but to be allowed to for all those things to be okay yeah and i suppose also yeah so thoughts gone we've totally drifted away oh, yeah. from like that anxiety <laughs> thing it's like uh, I, don't, I don't know how you would um... no it's good I think it's amazing the thing that you say about physical sensations and related to like events mm. therapy is also not cheap like private therapy oh, yeah, no, private therapy true. is sadly so not true. cheap so it's not actually that accessible to, yeah, yeah. to people uh, and as a preventative as opposed to a f- something that's like to fix I think that it's it has true value like real value in that yeah I also I think it's amazing that you went in the first place because mm. I know there's all, there's a stigma mm. around seeing a therapist yeah and I think that I never really felt that so much I think I, maybe I did kind of subconsciously because otherwise why hadn't I you know decided to do that before as yeah, to, like you know when I was experiencing that kind of thing yeah. but basically like I I start I had I had like some suicidal thoughts as it were like in the process just before I saw her and that's when I was like okay now like you know I, I need I need some help now is the time um and probably there must be an element of like stigma around that which stopped yeah, me yeah, from yeah. you know yeah recognizing that that having access to that may have been a way of not getting to that part in the first place yeah um but yeah I was lucky like I don't know I was talking I, I went and I kind of started expressing this stuff to my mom mm. and she was able to be like this is pretty normal <laughs> and like you know like it's not normal for at some point in your life to be basically having some kind of breakdown yeah so you know, like yeah you have that support yeah and That's she was just like i know this great woman that can help you with this so it suddenly it was like oh, okay i don't have to continue like you know letting this yeah. kind of like get bigger and bigger in my head yeah yeah i can just be like okay this is something that it isn't great at this time but it's it's manageable and it can be something that you can that's so cool. um, work on so do you think this did the therapy like 
uh, carve a certain path for you? Like, did it lead to other yeah. changes? And Yeah, it was interesting. At, like, a, a fairly similar time, yeah. I had started to become interested in uh, the teachings and uh, the, the lessons of, like, a particular... Um, the guru. Mm-hmm. Um, and the timings of those two things were aligned. I wouldn't say that what I was, what I was listening to, or uh, I, I attended this like five day silent retreat in Bethnal Green with this particular chap. Um, and I wouldn't say that the two were completely aligned, but they were coming from a very similar kind of person-centered mm-hmm. uh, approach. So that time definitely was like a quite an auspicious time yeah. for me to be starting to look at the world in a different way or to look at myself in a different way. Yeah. Um, and so this, the stuff that I was gaining my own experience from I was able to bring to her and feel safe that I could bring and talk to that and whilst she didn't necessarily she would come from she would come from a different place I suppose so it's it wouldn't be her job to say like yes this is right you're this is the way this is this is the way this is the way yeah more she's like this is good that you can express these things and and she would actually challenge me on a lot of a lot of those things yeah um yeah. And who's the uh, guru? It was. It's a. It is a, yeah. chap, a chap called Muji. Who? Yeah. There was a guy. Uh, there was a guy. I guess it's like three years ago called Prince EA. Okay. Who I just saw like a video pop up on YouTube that he had been basically having a talk. It was. Um, it was around the time of there was like the police brutality happening. I think it was in Ferguson, a part of the state, somewhere like that. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he just, uh, he just was having a talk to whoever was on camera, his friend or whatever, and he gave like a really insightful understanding about what police brutality was, mm-hmm. or was how how it was kind of the segregation and 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 how that was being expressed in that particular part of the country. And I found that really interesting. So I started following him and it turned out he was a poet and he had some really interesting poem. He was doing these really interesting visuals about it. And I was like, I was like, wow, this guy's pretty cool. And then he posted something about this guy Muji. And then it was like the first video I watched of this guy that I was just like, wow, this is super interesting because he basically comes from uh, non-duality teachings. Uh, He's a, um, you know, he comes from the lineage of a guy called Papaji, who was yeah. directly taught by Sri Ramana Maharshi. Nice. So it was like it's it's the it's that same those same teachings which obviously have some stems from uh, the Hindu religion, but they they don't follow any particular. You, you don't you don't have to be practicing any certain way in order for you to be accepted within those. Mm. You know, or, yeah. There's there's no religious practice as it were it was just yeah. pointing back to you yeah, yeah yeah and that was the first yeah. time that i was pointed to the any kind of divinity perhaps wow. being inside you as yeah. opposed to being outside of yeah, you yeah yeah because i was i was never really captured by religion yeah 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 um but always felt that there was something very magical 
about existence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was um, that was like the first time that I didn't have to I didn't have to believe in anything. I was just pointed back to experience. Mm. You know what? It, mm. you, you you don't need God or any of these things to explain what this magical feelings are. Mm. You can you can feel it within mm. yourself. Yes. Um, no, it's, it's there already. <laughs> Love it. Uh, and that, I then, so then I saw this guy Muji and then I just looked him up and then I saw that he was coming to London and he was doing a five day silent retreat in Bethnal Green Town Hall. Mm. And I went to that. Yeah. And I mean, you can't really talk about what you experience in these things because yeah. there's no way of expressing them really. But effectively, there was a moment when the whole room lit up in bright gold and it was like this crazy shining light and it, his wow. physical form started shape-shifting into like a like a, a, a like um a warrior and like he was completely changing and i was just sitting there like <laughs> looking around me like is anyone else seeing this because <laughs> <laughs> like, i i went completely on my own as well so i, yeah. I went completely silent for the whole time i didn't yeah. speak i didn't speak to anyone really yeah. in that whole time and so was it a silent Routine. It was it, it well it's 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 what's called satsang. Oh, yeah, so yeah, effectively yeah. everyone's silent apart from the person that comes to ask a question. Okay. So yeah. so he comes on, it's totally unscripted, he comes to the stage and then yeah. he just opens the questions up the, yeah. the floor up for yeah. anyone to come and ask any kind of really deep burning questions that they that they need to ask. That's so crazy. So did you go to this retreat while you were already having therapy? Or? I think it was around the same time. Yeah, I think it was yeah, I think it yeah. was pretty much the same. I think I was oh. having therapy at the time. Okay. I think I may have just started just the therapy, started, and then this. Yeah. So it was all happening at the it same was time. Too magical. Yeah, it was all happening. <laughs> and my partner broke up with me just before okay. that as well. So I had to, okay. I had to deal with that, you know, yeah. that loss, which I came to terms with quite quickly because it seemed that I, I think actually maybe I had seen Muji just before, and then I was having the therapy, and then when she broke up with me. I'd kind of already understood that I was going to be okay. Yeah. So okay. I'd been given like this, uh, I'd, I'd just been kind of brought into this thing that like, no matter what is happening for you, you're always going to be okay. Yeah. Um, so actually the breakup wasn't all that yeah. hard on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there was definitely, I was initially really, really sad. Yeah. And I felt like she'd given up on it uh, prematurely. Yeah. But within, you know, a few days I was just like, yeah it, it, life keeps expressing itself so there's so yeah. much beauty to be seen well yeah that like you know i don't need to be worried about it as such it sounds like you just discovered something else <laughs> you know right like something so completely... i had a new relationship yeah <laughs> that's amazing um and so what when you just want to talk about that experience of mm -hmm. like the golden light oh it was it was bizarre it was absolutely bizarre honestly i it was like and i started thinking like I can't follow this too much because like if this is how the, if the whole world is going to turn into this like I'm not going to be able to yeah. live <laughs> like if everyone's shape-shifting in front of me and if the whole world is glowing gold how am I just supposed to go along and get on with my regular business yeah um but obviously like that was a particular moment which was really intense and then actually I was able to kind of switch in and out of that which was really interesting wow I was able to kind of like go back from it and be like oh, everything's normal and then experience it again and switch in and out of it for a good half an hour I was like coming in and out of it and I wanted to go deeper but I was something was like holding me back like no if I go too deep then I'm gone yeah and something like you know then then I'll be gone and then and then what 
where do where do I exist yeah, within all of this yeah, if yeah, I yeah. if I leave? Um, and had had you ever experienced anything like that before? Not so mm. intensely. Yeah, I think I'd had similar looking experiences on hallucinogenic drugs. So I I was like, yeah. I was making a connection between that and being like, wow, this is like what yeah. it's like what I visualise when I'm on acid. So I was like, that uh, I was like, wow, this is like. I was gonna say, yeah, it sounds like. Yeah, it looked that uh, way. Psychedelic. It definitely looked that way. It it was like really, really psychedelic, like, and I was kind of laughing to myself as it was happening, yeah. and like, but then also worried. It was a really, <laughs> it was a really strange. Like, I was like, I was like, I've lost it. Like, no, I'm here. I've lost it. So it was a really, it was a really interesting one. Um, and then, and then I, I kind of, uh, I tell you as well. There was another, there was another really interesting moment in that when because people are obviously like. Basically, someone will ask a question, they'll end up talking for 10, anywhere between 10 minutes and 45 minutes with this particular individual. Yeah. And the point is, is that a question that's from the heart is, the answer is available to everyone. So whether it's not, you don't have to ask it a question. The answer that could be being given because of where it's coming from could be more meaningful to you than it is even to the person that was asking, asking the question. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there was a particular moment in it where it felt like I was coming to like, this is my, my moment. And I was like having like a, a kind of heart palpitation as though like I'm supposed to be asking my question now, but there was this nervousness that mm-hmm. existed. So I was like, I, can't, I just couldn't put my hand up to like see if mm. I could. Bear in mind, there's like 500 people in this room and I'm near the back anyway. So it's like, mm. I was much less um, obvious than I believed myself to be. I was just, a, you know, anyway, and then he, he said like, are you going to come, come up and answer your, ask your question now? And I was like, He's, he's like, yeah, it's time. <laughs> uh, yeah, so basically, so I didn't put my hand up. It, uh, something stopped me from doing it. That's so crazy. Yeah, but uh, honestly, when he said it, it was like he was looking me directly in the eyes and it's like the whole crowd had moved and he was just going, are you going to come now? Like, like begging me. Wow. But actually, actually... <laughs> on reflection it wasn't like the right time for me to um, go up anyway because I realise now like three or four years later mm-hmm. that like that was a really early stage of the process for me like that was kind of my first introduction to self-inquiry as it were mm-hmm. so it was normal for me to have this really intense sudden experience because I was looking from a place at a place that was really new to me yeah so obviously there was l- so much going on that was like wow this is yeah. so intense but actually that was kind of a very immature stage of inquiry as it were yeah it yeah, was just yeah. a tip yeah you know and to me it was like i've seen everything you know yeah, if if, yeah, if yeah. i was able to see what was basically like a trip yeah I, i've seen the core value yeah. but actually i then would go on to spend like three year, two two and a bit years, religiously watching, religiously, <laughs> um, watching almost every video that he'd ever put up, wow. which he does like two to three hour satsangs, um, put up online, and I watch pretty much every single one, and I would watch anywhere from between two and eight hours a day, 
in like kind of deep contemplation, effectively going through the process as if the satsangs were happening in front of me. Mm-hmm. So not even that there would be points that I wouldn't even be watching. I would be in complete eyes closed contemplation for the whole thing, mm-hmm. just hearing it being gu- kind of guided as it were to keep keep sending um, the awareness back to okay, there's so much movement, but then just to keep catching the fact that all the movement was observable and the point of the pointing is what is observing. Mm, rewind. <laughs> just keep coming back. Yeah. Effectively. It's like what is observing. And within that like two and a half years, there must have been like, you know, 500 breakthroughs. And, yeah, 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 yeah. and then f- equally 500 seeming to go back to, you know, to getting sucked into, um, you know, the kind of more periphery stuff that was kind of happening. As in like getting... So like, so actually there were moments when, yeah, there were, there were moments of like what, what appeared as complete clarity. Okay, yeah, And yeah, I yeah, would yeah. probably describe as, yes, it was, a, it was acknowledgement of yeah. just, just awareness, just basic awareness and how there's so such wonderful benevolence within that which is like you know there's there's joy and and all of that but it's like it's actually just real peace yeah like real just underlying like acceptance um and there can be other things happening at the same time but there's also just this kind of like uh, internal comfort yeah um which i could you know I could be in any situation and feel like, you know, just this, this, there, there was this, I was level, mm-hmm. which I'd never really experienced. I was always so, mm-hmm. so up and down. Yeah. Going from, you know, super high and, and happy and amazing and, yeah. and what I perceived as really fun to be around to also being really depths of low and being yeah, like, yeah. probably not as miserable to be around as I was perceiving it. Yeah. Uh, but I was certainly experiencing it as like a fairly miserable time. So there was just suddenly there was this like, oh, okay. And then there was within that, there was like, I don't know, freedom to, to even when I wasn't feeling good to be able to go and do the things that I probably thought I couldn't handle and be like, yeah, and handle it. And then there was just a lot of, a lot of good times in that. But then there was, there would also equally be, I, I, I was allowing the, the anxiety to really come up. Mm-hmm. So then there were, within that couple of years, some of the most anxious times I'd ever experienced were also, were also arising within that. Wow. Um, where I felt it necessary to like really retreat. And I think I was then using the self-inquiry as a means of um, retreating and distracting myself or trying not to be too heavily involved in reality or, you know, the, the, the kind of manifest where I'm just kind of, I have, I have this thing that I can go back to. So I've, it was fairly solitary at times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which I was really enjoying. Because yeah. I had something. You know, I had that comfort that, like, I could happily go and spend eight hours on my own yeah. in silence. But it sounds like you kind of, like, there was no other option. Like, you had to kind of do that. Yeah, at the time, it seemed absolutely like that was all there was. Wow. And that was the only, that was, yeah. Yeah. Like was such me a, learning about myself. Yeah, 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 and such a strong draw towards it. Like, yeah, there was nothing. There was nothing else. There was. There was literally, everything was done through that lens. Why do you think that was? <laughs> Why do you think it was? <laughs> I don't know because I feel like some people, when they 
um, t- their toes in. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they can be quite scary and they retreat back. Mm. Or like, it's not so consistent. They'll do a little bit, maybe they'll meditate a little bit. I think that... Um, but you went in! <laughs> I think that for me it was because it, it, was, it was familiar, strangely familiar. Ooh, nice. It was like... Yeah. It was like... I'd known that piece, but never known... Or never had any explanation for it. Yeah. So never... So, although it wasn't consistent, this was giving me a way to, to, um, to nurture that. And in my head, then it was like, oh, if I nurture that, then I can potentially have that all the time. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you and exactly. so I was like, I, and and that's a place that I want to be. And you understood that. And I understood yeah. that. I understood that that was a that was a that was genuine peace that I was experiencing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, amazing. So yeah, that was that was pretty powerful, really powerful. And then, kind of three years later, about a year ago. Yeah. I kind of stopped engaging in that way Um, and that piece, like, it's there. Constantly. Yes and no, like Mm. I still have, you know, all kinds of movement, but, um, but I don't need to go away to access it. Or to or to spend a spend a long time with that in order to regain some power or anything. There's more of like it was like that was enough time to recognise that the power is here. Yeah. Um, As in, like you don't necessarily need to go to the satsangs and. Yeah, I, 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 I started to become even like a little bit disengaged from the stuff that Muji was saying because it. Ah. Not because of particularly what he was saying, but just because <clears throat> at some point language became limited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he talked about that, you know, and and that's like yeah. that's how he's spoken about. It's like how can you talk about something which is yeah. before comes before language, or something, you know? How can yeah. how, how can we express something which? Yeah, I mean, which everything if 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 all expression is coming out of this, yeah, yeah. what expression can then express the the basis or the core of what that is and. I started to become quite disillusioned with that to be like nothing can really the, 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 I, I don't need the words anymore I don't need the um, the, the tools anymore those tools are, are, are just taking me further away from it almost yeah, yeah, from yeah, the yeah. reality of what yeah. the, the essence of yeah, that yeah. is because the, the words and everything were pointing to the fact that the essence is always there yeah 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 so actually I started to want to, or to realize that like, I don't need to, I don't need to gain anything more in order to have to be that or have that. It's actually getting rid of more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah, then yeah, yeah. Recognizing that like yeah. that is here already. Right? I like that you call it magic. <laughs> mm. And then before, so you had that experience. Mm-hmm. You, is it something that you felt before that? I think, I think, I think that others may disagree, but I was always, <laughs> I was always like quite charming and quite witty and like very, and I, really high energy a lot through like my childhood. Yeah. And I think that I always kind of was like, 
that felt magic that felt like there was some magic okay. coming through me in order for me to be capable of that wittiness like yeah, yeah, yeah. i didn't feel like i was like a super intelligent yeah. or any of those things that were like why i was capable of yeah. those things it felt like there was like this is insane like it's something about me getting out of the way that just allows this kind of like yeah. this to come through so there was something that i felt like was magic yeah i think and then i know like it's so hard like you say to describe these kind of things because words mm -hmm. can be so limited but what is the sense the feeling that you know that you say this essence that you feel inside mm. if you can describe it <laughs> big mm. questions <laughs> I, I I don't think I can describe it, but I can tell you that it's here. Nice. Love that. That's nice. Um, and when you asked me that, um, it becomes very present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, if I try to attach words to it, yeah. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. So it can only be like, we can experience it yeah for sure um it's almost it's a it, it it almost comes as like you know when like you know something mm. and someone knows something and you're kind of like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then neither of you have like discussed what exactly yeah. it is that you know or you're, you're like yeah. so that you can yeah. it's there yeah. so there's no denial that it's there yeah but then if somebody goes what is it then it just, you know, yeah, 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 and um, it's it's too changeable. I don't know if that would really be the right way of saying it, but the way that it's experienced or, or my the experience from it is so changeable that I'd only be describing how it relates to my particular experience as opposed to what the essence of it is. I don't I don't think I could ever touch mm -hmm. on that essence. Mm -hmm. Nice. But as you said it, it's like filling, I was filling up, wow. just like, am I going to try here? Yeah, yeah. Or like, you know, maybe that can be transmitted, <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe but, you experience that. I mean, even still, just for you to share that, I think that's amazing because mm. I think a lot of people don't know mm. that actually, like there is more, there is more this experience mm. of being a human. You know, and I like what you said as well, because, yeah, you can only experience it. <clears throat> yeah, I find that the, the mind's answers can be a distraction from so what true. it is. That's so true. To what it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like you've been on a journey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Somewhat. Um, <clears throat> even... You know, even now it's developing. Yeah. Um, and I notice things. So I studied psychology, obviously, in the last over the last three years as well. Yeah, and that, obviously. That, <laughs> obviously, obviously, as you know, Jess. <laughs> is that your is, that, yeah. is your name allowed to be out there? Um, so that also gave another really interesting element to it because then I started to 
understand the, yeah, the yeah, way yeah. the mind perspective. Yeah. And so then the talk of like conditioning and stuff that was mm. was that came up in satsang was mm. given a real like tangible understanding. Yeah. And now I just see my own conditioning. Yeah, yeah. Day in, day out, noticing how my behaviour is, and even my answers to stuff, and yeah. and things in like, particularly in like intimate relationships and those things, it's like playing out all this these old stories like over yeah. and over and over and over. Yeah. And then studying psychology showed me how that happens. Yeah. Uh, and that just became really fascinating. So where I am now is really interesting because I can it might take a little time and I might have to experience something which is a little bit negative but then can can remove myself enough from that to be able to be like okay what's really happening here mm. as opposed to just like mm -hmm. I'm angry mm. I'm this and there's okay where's that anger coming from what's preceding the anger etc etc or like yeah. or this need for something this like yeah. real this, this real need it sounds like it's kind of lightened the load massively so massively yeah. so um and also that I'm patient with myself, so yeah. I'll, I'll allow my I'll allow myself, for for example, to experience the anger or the yeah, sadness yeah, of that yeah. fully, because yeah. then then you gain I then can gain the insight from it having happened, rather than avoiding it. Yeah. It's like okay, let it really happen. Then let's look at it, mm. shine a light on that more. Yeah. Um, and then you can see, and then you're like, wow, there's these patterns, you know, that are coming from childhood. Yeah. Uh, so that true. are really destructive. Yeah. really really like destructive particularly mm. like in future relationships and how we engage with our parents and uh, you know relationships that can often be um, challenging mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so romantic relationships and family relationships are the two that are really generally with your friends it's pretty good yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, that's true isn't it but I like, find so. romantic relationships and family relationships can be really yeah. complex yeah, yeah. and I notice how things like um, what I think a way that I think I need to behave to receive love is playing out and mm. then that also affects how I expect love to be shown to me mm. and these kind of things are just insane and you know from like <laughs> these kind of things are just completely insane and then yeah. you know um, to, ex to expect that actually you're going to see love in that way from a from another individual who's experienced it completely differently yeah, yeah, yeah. who continues to experience yeah. it completely differently it's just bonkers yeah it's so true um so i'm really grateful for the fact that i can remove myself enough from yeah. that to be able to observe it yeah. and then okay that doesn't mean it's necessarily gone mm -hmm. but i can notice those patterns more easily mm -hmm. and i can begin to yeah. form new patterns nice and re nice. almost reconditioning yourself yeah man which is weird to think like, okay, like, let's de decondition and then just let's set some new conditioning. Yeah. It'd be nice to just not be conditioned, but I think, you know, living in the manifest world, yeah. you, there's certain conditioning which is like, you know, yeah, existing. Yeah. It's um, given you that perspective. Yeah, and also realising like, oh, there might be other ways which I would, I would yeah. like to experience it this way. Okay, so like, I can start to change the way yeah. in which I approach these things yeah. in order to see them differently in the future and maybe now it's more like liberating or something definitely yeah definitely nice and so again like no no fear of experiencing the pain yeah that because you 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 know if you're gonna if you're gonna change the way that you experience love you're basically 
shattering your entire past because your past has showed you that this yeah, is what yeah, love yeah. has always been. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to experience it in a new way, you have to shatter that whole yeah, completely. understanding. Completely. And that's exactly like you say, every single day we're just reenacting yeah. what we already know. Yeah. And it takes a lot to recondition, you know? Yeah. It's not easy. No, but I, I do think that that gets easier. So that would right. be one of the things maybe that like, that's why now maybe, maybe before I needed that safe space of satsang in order to think that I could, mm. be, I had that, you know, I was, I was safe enough to be mm -hmm, able mm -hmm. to go through that. Whereas now I feel safe to experience that shattering and that changing in everyday yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. It can be happening Amazing. all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that there's, they're safe because the, Satsang is here, right? Yeah, that's really nice. That just like showed you the way, and yeah. now you can do and it. And then to give and yeah. gave you those tools. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. Be like, amazing. Yeah. And then because now I don't, you know, I don't really have any tools. <laughs> I'd say every once in a tool. while, every once in a while, <laughs> stuff gets a little bit overwhelming, and I'll be like, almost for a nostalgia, I want to go back and and Aww. spend a couple of hours with Muji. Just yeah. almost because then the sound of his voice is familiar yeah. and like things like that and, and, and getting to be in that, that's really nice. And mm. I actually went on a, me and my um, partner went on a road trip where we hitchhiked across Portugal Amazing. to get to his um, yeah. you know, his home, yeah. Monte Sahaja, and hitchhiked and got there and went and spent an afternoon there and sort of sat down over in October last year. Yeah. And that was really beautiful. And again, it was one of those ones where I felt like, oh yeah, I'm being called to the stage. Oh, really? And again, kind of got there, and then actually in that moment, like, it was really relaxed for me. It wasn't like I was there, like, thinking, like, oh, it's going to happen, the breakthrough's happening. I spent most of the set time just like... Cool. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <Yeah. laughs> like, and, like, it wasn't that intense for me, and then, yeah. again, I think that was what the realising was, like, it doesn't yeah. always have to be intense. Yes. Yeah, so. It doesn't always have to be, like, this crazy, intense experience. Yeah. It, it's supposed to be enjoyed and light as well, right? Yeah, man. Whereas that two years of, like, me being, you know, eight hours contemplation was like intense. Yeah, it sounds intense. Fucking <laughs> so, intense. You know? Yeah. Um, so it's, there's a, the light-hearted element of yeah. life and yeah, yeah, experience yeah, yeah. and stuff has kind of returned and that's really a blessing. Yeah, sometimes you need it though, right? The intensity and then... Well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, at the time it was clearly important. Yeah. And where I am now is... Light. <laughs> Is, well, and is and is a uh, a result of that experience. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. What um? So, if you were to describe this whole process that you've been going through for yourself over the past few years or four years, mm -hmm. how would you describe it? I suppose. Yeah. Um. Yeah, difficult one. <laughs> well, so the word that is initially arising is like acceptance. Mm. That's like the first thing that's kind of just arising is like some kind of self acceptance. Mm -hmm. Nice. So learning to learning to come to terms with who I am, mm -hmm. um, and actually maybe the nature of who I am being, and everyone is, being so changeable, 
Mm. So like accepting change, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. accepting that there's not really necessarily a ground to like put your feet on. Yeah. And then maybe before there was this, always this need for consistency yeah, yeah, yeah. and like coming to terms with the the growth of, of, of everything yeah. and kind of being able to not need to answer so much just to kind of be, I suppose. That's so true. Yeah, maybe, maybe that makes, that's, that feels true-ish. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Otherwise I don't, I don't know how else I would really describe it. Yeah, I think you did speak about that a bit before anyway, like ways of your allowing yourself to just feel mm. whatever, even if it's a negative experience. Yeah. That is acceptance. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then, you know, when you went in solitude for years and you came back, did you find there was like a, it was hard to, to like reintegrate into the physical manifest world? Well, I never, I never, when I say I went into solitude, I was still living in London and yeah, I was yeah. still, I was still engaged, but there was something that was like conf conflicting during that time still. So like I would go about the stuff that I had to go about, but then would retreat, you know, to, okay, to yeah, like, yeah. um, and then I went to Canada and it was a really different environment because I went to live on a university campus with like all 18 and 19 year olds. Okay, okay. And that was re I found that really difficult. Yeah. Really difficult. Because like the first day I went in and I was just like, yeah, let's party. <laughs> and then like, and then like by like the first week when I just wanted solitude, I was just like, oh fuck, like, you know, all these people that I'd like in the first night been like, we're going to have the most amazing semester, dude. And like, these are like, you know, 18, 19 year old guys who like, I've been there. So like, they're just so up for like excitement and partying like all the time. And then, and then I would, you know, be like, sorry guys, I'm not going to hang out this evening. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, you know, that for me, like created a, a slight conflict. Cause then yeah. I was like, I felt like, like that wasn't the right space for me necessarily to be being mm. that mm. but again that was a challenge that yeah. I had to like yeah. experience right and then coming back after that was like it actually uh, the majority of the change or the f place I kind of experienced myself being in now was from having after coming back from that nice. a huge a huge shift definitely happened in yeah. Canada really um, challenging parts for you of the experience of the last few years yeah uh, feeling like 
there was space to ex exist within this kind of new paradigm that didn't take me completely away from the world that I'd lived in before. So kind of there was this belief, I think, in the beginning as it was developing that like, wow, this is so different from my life before. So none of my friends will understand this. None of my family will understand this. And I'm going to change so much that I'm not going to fit into mm. those things anymore. So mm. like all of that is going to break down. Mm. Whereas now understanding more that like, that's not true at all. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing really changes, you know, um, about me. Yeah. Um, just how I kind of interact with stuff changes, yeah. but I can still, you know, it doesn't mean that I don't love yeah, yeah, yeah. all the same people still... and, ha and you know, and, and all that I'm expecting them to change in any way. It's just, yeah. Yeah, you're still here, yeah. living. Yeah, that was like, that was, yeah, I thought I was, you know, disappearing into a completely different universe. <laughs> okay, I was like, yeah. oh, you know, how am I? So actually, <clears throat> that was challenging, but has been, but it's really beautiful. Um, it's hard to say what's been challenging now because yeah. none of it really seems challenging now. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> it just yeah. is what it is. Yeah. yeah, all of it just seems like it was needed mm. and the challenges were overcome. Mm. Uh, and there will be more. Yeah, And that they will be overcome in yeah, the way that they are as well. Another thing I want to ask is do you feel like this is like a never-ending journey? <laughs> mm. <laughs> it looks like you've got both answers it in does. your ear. It does. There definitely is both answers to that. That's so funny. Yes. Because life won't stop, right? It yeah. won't stop unfolding. Yeah. But Changing. I think that there's like... Do feel like there's a a coming a, a, a like full acceptance or a, a kind of coming to real peace with oneself, which stops it from stops me from needing answers, mm. which means that my whilst the no. journey is ongoing, I'm not I'm not in need of something. Yeah, you're not so constantly like, looking. Yeah. yeah, that's really nice. That makes sense. Yeah, and then. If you can, if you had, if you had someone who was experiencing basically what you went through mm -hmm. for the years, what advice would you give them? Don't listen to my advice. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, keep going. That's great. Yeah. And if you if you really want the advice, you can come and ask me. But I won't have an answer for it. I won't have the answer you're looking for. Ooh. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. But yeah, it's gonna be alright. That would also be a good one, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've had you say that to me. Well. <laughs> Possibly. It's gonna be alright. Yeah, it's gonna be alright. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, and then. I'm going to ask you this open question. What does freedom mean to you? Do you know what? This, the one thing that I thought that you were going to ask me and that I like had perused in my mind oh, before really? you asked me it. Oh. And <clears throat> the answers that were coming to me before this moment yeah. were that that's like 
such a hard question to answer because what freedom means to me in this particular moment is not going to be what freedom means to me. So like freedom to me right now might be like to get out of this room, <laughs> like, you know. Um, but again, I think actually having now had this conversation, it just goes back to the acceptance, and it's more about nice. it's more about um, freedom to understand that my I don't need anything else to get to where I believe that I needed to get to. Oh my god, that's good. Say that again. <laughs> Rewind. Freedom is. <laughs> uh, the freedom to, to, to know that I don't need anything else to get to where I hoped to be to. Basically that there's nothing more that I need in order to be established. Mm. Or, to, or to have value, or to be worthy, mm. which is the freedom to be worthy of love mm. for existing. Mm. But then the things that came up in my mind around that were like, you know, freedom then is so different for everyone and for mm. everyone's experience. Of, you know, I'm very privileged. <laughs> so I have, a, you know, a huge amount of privilege which allows me to think of freedom in that way, which mm. not everyone has. Mm. And I'm kind of only just becoming aware of my own privilege okay. and starting now to address some of those things and to look a bit more into it and to hopefully begin to, in the future, think about how I might be able to broaden my understanding of freedom to what, you know, needing other people to be free in order for me to be free too. Mm, that's amazing. Yeah, that your freedom is not just your freedom, right? I suppose also what you said, it's, it ties into everything really, it's not just freedom, right? Because to be able to not be looking, mm. like there are things you can do, right? Yeah. Acceptance and, yeah, yeah like you mentioned. Mm. But yeah, it sounds like a very peaceful place. Mm. <laughs> More or less. <laughs> More or less. Thank you. And what do you think? Do you have any, like... Obviously, what this is going against what you're just saying, but like, any idea of what the future looks like for you? No. It's really interesting because I've had lots of creative desires throughout my life. Mm. And there's like a, a, a creative pursuit which I'm engaging with at the moment. Yeah. Which I would say I wouldn't have got to without the creative pursuits that I was doing before, even though it's kind of different in its own. So yeah. whether this is the one, or the one, <laughs> or whether this is taking me to another particular part yeah. of the creative journey and the creative mm. pursuit, I'll only know yeah. at some point. And, and maybe I won't ever know. Mm. Mm. Maybe I won't ever know. Maybe it won't ever culminate in some tangible part of, and it would have all been about the process. Mm. Um, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. I'm enjoy. I like. I'm. I'm. I'm engaged with the outlet that I'm. Um, that I have for creativity at the moment. And then I also skip back to like the stuff that I used to do. So I don't really pursue music as it were anymore. But I sort of occasionally want to write a song mm. and have that there. And that's, that's nice. important to me. Nice. To have that. But yeah. At the moment, like, I I have a project. But I, yeah, I find it hard to take these things too seriously. <laughs> like, yeah, 
I don't know. It'd be nice. It'd be nice to finish something. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. No, I, I like that about you. Because silliness is key. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and I just, I, 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 can, I find it really much too hard to like force myself to do stuff. Which is yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a, a blessing and a, a, a curse. But um, mm. you need certain amounts of discipline and I'm not that disciplined. And that's something that I definitely think is like worth working on. Um, mm -hmm. And it's something that I'm kind of naturally working on now, nice. but also at my own. Yeah. yeah. And what discipline means, figuring out what discipline means to me, as opposed to what everyone else is. That's so true. Is. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. Is there anything that you would like to add? <sighs> um. No. I don't want to add anything. <laughs> okay. There's enough here. Okay. You, and you don't want to say about your... About my... Just, um... You know, your problem now, Jackie. <laughs> your book. Is that what you were going to say? No. It's just what you mentioned earlier about actually... <laughs> yes, boy. That actually looks pretty good. Um, just about, like, how actually... After having this crazy few years of transformation, mm. now living yeah. is very just ordinary. Yeah, I don't really know how to express that now. Okay. But um, yeah, how, how do you express that? Just that like, I'm not going out looking for magic now. Just seeing the magic that is already here. Mm. Yes, <laughs> I, I love that. There's your sound bite. <laughs> Cool man. Ciao. Thank you so much. No mate, it was for a pleasure. Sharing. That was really nice. Thank you. That was really, really nice. Really nice experience.